0: Welcome to this episode of Mercy Can't Stop Her, the podcast where we share the stories of women's resilience through chaos, crisis, and the challenges of life. I am your host, Judith Cambia Obatusa, J.K.O. Before I get into anything today, I just want to say thank you Thank you to all those who are joining with me on the learning opportunities and experiences we're having on this podcast. Thank you for tuning into this podcast, for choosing this podcast, for supporting your girl and for sharing these episodes so that others can learn and apply them in their lives and while in the trenches, still keep on showing up. So in the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about forgiveness and why it matters. And last week, I actually shared about how I got triggered by an experience in a very, you know, I wasn't expecting it. And that experience reminded me that forgiveness is a journey. Offenses and triggers will come, but how do we handle it? Today, we're going to be talking about unforgiveness. What exactly is unforgiveness? How does it impact us? is it something that we can ignore and be indifferent to? Especially when it's ongoing, when the hurt is ongoing, what do we do? So according to the conclusion from a 2004 research study by the duo of Worthington and Shera, professors of psychology, they define unforgiveness as a type of stress response that has a direct impact on an individual's mental health and psychology. Their study also suggests that unforgiveness can be viewed as a state where a person is confined in a stressful state of mind. Yes, so being confined in that state with anger, resentment, bitterness. Yes, forgiveness can be hard, especially in a case where the offender has not stopped offending. For example, in domestic violence, you're still staying with the person abusing you or you left that person, but the person is still hurting you in many ways. Some people talk about their children being turned against them. Some talk about their exes taking away their children, destroying their finances. There's so many ways and, you know, gaslighting them. However, when we look at it, the price of unforgiveness is so steep that it is wiser to forgive than to become embittered another professor of psychology called Thomas Plante at Santa Clara University in the United States. He's also an adjunct clinical professor of psychiatry and behavioral sciences at Stanford University School of Medicine. He explained the cost of unforgiveness in an article in Psychology Today. He said that unforgiveness is toxic to our physical and mental health because When we are unable to forgive, we hold in anger, resentment, and bitterness. And these can harm us in multiple ways and at multiple levels. If you're in a chaotic life situation as a result of another person's misdeeds, or you're living with or rather, rather living in hurt, it is hard to talk about forgiveness. Truly, But if you stop to think about the terrifying psychological, physical, and spiritual prize or costs of unforgiveness, it is not worth it. As the old saying goes, unforgiveness does more harm to the container, to the person who has been offended than to the one who has offended I want to focus on some of the harm that unforgiveness does to us when we allow it to fester in our hearts. Let's look at mental harm. Many studies talk about the impact of unforgiveness on our mental health, physical health, and even some have talked about spiritual health as well. So when we look at Mental harm, according to Karen Swartz. She's a director of the Mood Disorders Adult Consultation Clinic at the Johns Hopkins Hospital. There is an enormous physical burden to being hurt and disappointed, says Karen Swartz, MD. She's a doctor. The chronic anger that unforgiveness causes results in numerous changes in heart rate, blood pressure, and immune response. Those changes, these changes then increase the risk of depression, heart disease, and diabetes, among other conditions. Can you imagine that? Several studies from psychologists and write-ups by psychologists report that unforgiveness cooks up <laughs> cooks up a unique brew of emotions like bitterness, hostility, and revenge around the experience of being wronged, and that this in the body is virtually indistinguishable from stress. So, unforgiveness does to the body the exact same thing that stress does to the body. So it's basically stress. Dr. Lauren Tucson, a professor of psychology in Luther College in Iowa, USA, has been studying forgiveness and health for the past 20 years. And he says that staying in a state of chronic stress or rather unforgiveness, since the body cannot differentiate between unforgiveness and stress, the body can distinguish whether you're feeling stressed or it is unforgiveness. So it's basically the same thing. So staying in that state of chronic stress or unforgiveness can result in anxiety, depression, digestive issues, trouble, sleeping, weight gain, a weakened immune response, and even heart problems. This is like another color of the previous thing I said that Dr. Karen Swartz said. So, there's been research that's showing that these things are harmful. Unforgiveness is harmful to us. Unforgiveness could also lead to mental health disorders like post-traumatic stress disorders and paranoid personality disorders. Post-traumatic stress disorders show up in many different ways. Paranoid personality disorders make us unable to trust people, make us unable to get along. So, it becomes a vicious cycle because when we have all these mental health challenges, we're not able to, to relate properly. Our interpersonal relationships are are impacted in a negative way. And then we now feel worse. And then we, we, we relate in a worse way and then we don't get, I mean, it just messes our lives up. Hmm. If your own forgiveness to yourself then it could also lead to low self-esteem. For example, women that have been in domestic violence situations, they kind of tend to blame themselves. Oh, why didn't I know? Why didn't I notice? Why didn't I look before I leaped? And at the end, because they have blamed themselves and they don't forgive themselves, some people have to really work on forgiving themselves because when you don't forgive yourself and you have unforgiveness towards yourself, it leads to low self-esteem. According to various studies, in the long run, unforgiveness not only leads to poor mental health, it also impacts our physical health in very terrible ways. So let's look at the physical harm that unforgiveness can bring to us. So unforgiveness increases the risk of physical health problems like high blood pressure, diabetes, heart disease, ulcers, hormonal imbalances, and my goodness, wait for this one, impotence, sexual impotence. Ooh, 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 ooh. this one shocked me when I, because it talked about the issue of sex, and then you look at it because there is a blockage. There's no freedom in the body. You can not relax. Can you imagine all we are losing by not letting go? of this person, of this hurt, of this mistreatment. Mental health disorders that lead to physical harm like anorexia and bulimia can also be an offshoot of unforgiveness. In fact, various studies report that chronic sustained stress suppresses immune function and increases the risk of infectious diseases. So according to some research, 61% of cancer patients are also experiencing unforgiveness or they are also harboring unforgiveness. Imagine something that can cause a disease like cancer. We really need to take a second look at what we are holding on to. Then let's look at the spiritual harm. I'm sure you know that I will not end this conversation without delving into the spiritual part of unforgiveness. I wanted to see what different religions say about unforgiveness. When we talked about forgiveness matters, we looked at what various religions said about forgiveness. And I started with Buddhism because Buddhism is known as a peaceful religion. Those who are Buddhists are known for peace. They're known for being mindful of what they do, what they say, how they act, and they strive for balance in their lives. According to the Buddha, you will not be punished for your anger. You will be punished by your anger. One way, one thing that when you talk about unforgiveness, you're t- there's always anger is number one. Resentment is there. You know, hostility is there. So in this case, it's talking about your unforgiveness will punish you. One of the Buddhist holy writings says this. He abused me. He struck me. He overcame me. He robbed me. In those who harbor such thoughts, hatred will never cease. In other words, as we keep on rehashing, regurgitating what has been done to us, hatred will live in our bodies, in our thoughts. Can you imagine the toxicity that we're allowing to sit in us if we don't let go, if we rehash it, you know? I talked about this, about finding out that I was obsessing. So you keep talking about it. It's your constant thoughts. What I could have done, how I could have taken, how I would take vengeance, what I would love to happen to this person for what they have done to me. And this Buddhist holy book says, those who harbor such thoughts from their lives, hatred will never cease. So even the thoughts and words of unforgiveness have negative consequences on our spiritual health. According to the Jewish Talmud, who takes vengeance or bears a grudge acts like one who having cut one hand while handling a knife avenges himself by stabbing the other hand. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness, trying to show my anger. I'm basically hurting myself. Ooh, 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 this is good. According to the Bible, unforgiveness withholds God's forgiveness from us. Two scriptures in the books of Matthew and Mark buttress this. In the book of Matthew, chapter 18, verses 34 to 35, it says, In anger, his master turned him over to the jailers to be tortured until he should pay back all he owed. This is how my heavenly father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother from your heart. So if you won't let go, you will be taken And made to pay back whatever you owe. Because the truth is, even though people offend us, we also offend people. Do you know that sometimes we offend people without meaning to and without even knowing? It is so important that we set ourselves free. In fact, one of the links in this episode that I shared in the show notes talks about forgiveness being a prison it holds us bound we deserve to be to to set ourselves free in book in the book of mark chapter 11 verse 25 the bible says and when you stand praying if you hold anything against anyone forgive him so that your father in heaven may forgive you your sins if you don't forgive those who have hurt you, then you cannot ask for forgiveness from God, from your maker. You have to let go. Once again, I bring up the principle of advanced forgiveness that Pastor Ayo Daniels taught me many years ago. You have to let go. Most religions frown against unforgiveness. Unforgiveness. Despite the harm that come that can come from unforgiveness, despite the harm that can come from unforgiveness, forgiveness can put a stop to the consequences of unforgiveness. A two thousand and six study, Reported by Drs. Gail Reed and Robert Enright, They are professors of psychology in the University of Wisconsin in the United States. Reports the use of forgiveness therapy as an effective tool in improving psychological well-being outcomes in women who had been emotionally abused. How important is forgiveness in the case of domestic violence? As somebody who has gone through domestic violence, we have experienced debilitating emotional torture and trauma then to impute the same trauma on ourselves by not forgiving I know it's very hard it's very very hard to 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 forgive someone who is not even sorry but for our own psychological well-being for our own physical health we just have to we just have to we just have to do you know that forgiveness therapy has also been researched being researched as an effective tool for the management of chronic pain in conditions like fibromyalgia? Various studies also show the impact of forgiveness on the effects of stress on our bodies. Two weeks ago, we talked about the impact of forgiveness on our generations. We can actually carry over the consequences of unforgiveness into the next generation. We don't want that. I always tell my kids, I say, I don't want my grandchildren brought into problem. Be ready to have a child before you have a child. I don't want my grandchildren to suffer. I'm looking ahead. I wish I started looking ahead earlier on because when we look ahead, We don't want to carry over challenges into our next generation. Yes, unforgiveness can be easy to fall into, but it is not worth it. We should not drink the poison of unforgiveness and expect the one who offended us to be harmed by it. Like the Buddha says, Holding on to anger is like grasping a hot coal with the intent of throwing it at someone else, but you, the one holding it, is the one who gets burned. Change that word anger in that quote to resentment, bitterness, or unforgiveness, and think about what it's saying. So holding on to unforgiveness is like expecting to throw it on someone and to burn them. But because you are holding it, it burns you first. And it might even burn you so badly you won't be able to throw it at anyone. That is the price of unforgiveness. Many times those who don't forgive, that hold on to unforgiveness. They suffer so much. And the person who has offended is going about his own merry way. A lot has been said about unforgiveness and forgiveness in the past few weeks on Messi Can't Stop Her. So I would love to hear from you. Please send me a voice note on Instagram or Facebook with your answers to the following questions. And I would love to feature you on forthcoming episodes of Mexican Can Stop Her. So these are the questions. The first one, what does forgiveness mean to you? Two, what are the benefits of forgiving? Three, are there offenses that are unforgivable? Please send me a DM with your voice note answering these questions. And I love to share it with all of us because we really want to break the backbone of unforgiveness from all of our lives and live lives that are thriving and you know happy lives, fulfilled lives despite whatever we have experienced in the past. If you're a woman who has been hurt by your significant other, your children, your parents, your siblings, other family members, friends, members of your faith family, work colleagues, neighbors, and the list could go on and on and on. Please let go. Please forgive them even when they have not asked for your forgiveness. Do it for yourself. You must fight. Do not be tainted by unforgiveness. You are just too valuable to let offenses miscolor your life. I have a poem I wrote called, I Know the Color of Pain. There are colors. Our lives are colors. In fact, I had Donna Fairhurst on one of the previous episodes of Mexican Stopper. She's been on season one and season two. If you check the Mexican Stop Her Boss Sprouts website, you'll see her episodes. And she talked about the fact that she was legally blind, that she's legally blind, and she sees in colors. So she sees when people are happy from the color, and she sees when they're upset, when they're angry, the colors become a dirtier-looking color. And then when they're happy, vibrant, happy colors. So we will not let... Offenses and unforgiveness miscolor our lives. When we say no to this, when we refuse to have our lives tainted by unforgiveness, then mercy won't stop us. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Mercy Can't Stop Her. See you next time.